You're listening to Guys on the Sideline Podcast, where you'll hear opinions, predictions, and sports takes in every direction. If you're a diehard sports fan, this is the place to be. They've never played. They have no experience, but they have plenty to say. And now, here are the guys on the sideline. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Guys on the Sideline, the podcast. This is episode 62, and we've got some good NFL chatter for you today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming back. I'm your host, Jeff, and I'm excited to welcome in Tyler Miles, who's a regular contributor to the podcast. What's up, Tyler? Hey, everybody. How are we doing today? Well, it's good to have you back. Uh, yeah, tell me. Thanks for having me back. How are the nachos, my friend? Nachos are gooey, cheesy, liquid gold, as always. Just need to get you on an episode now. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's Tyler Miles. It's I know it's bad podcasting to, within the first 30 seconds send people away from your podcast, but Tyler Miles has created the podcast. What is it called? Nachoholics Anonymous? That's exactly right. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and you can follow me on Instagram and get all your nacho fixes uh, at nachoholics underscore anonymous. All right. Uh, go find Tyler's podcast, Nachoholics Anonymous, and uh, give it a listen. It, it is good. And uh, remind me who you're, is it, it's not Rufus, is it? Who's your producer? Oh, my, my sound man is Rufio. Rufio, that's right. How's Rufio doing? Rufio's fantastic, you know, just living the dream and uh, doing what he can whenever he can. That's that's what I'm talking about. Well, Tyler, um, we just recently wrapped up our episode 61. We were a little bit hot. We were talking about the jazz. Kind of oh, curious yeah. how that's going to play out. Um this episode, though, we're going to be talking about the NFL. We're going to highlight the upcoming season, whether it happens or not. There's been some big moves, and uh, you know, it, it pains me a little bit to give so much airtime to the New England Patriots, but they continue <laughs> to be the story, whether it's Tom Brady, whether it's winning Super Bowl, whether it's Bill Belichick and cheating scandals, Cam Newton, what have you. And so we're going to, uh, we're going to spend a little bit of uh, time talking about the Patriots. Is that okay? I can't wait. All right. Uh, now, for the record, though, who are you a fan of? Go Pack Go. Gotta love the Green Bay Packers. Oh, the cheeseheads, huh? Yep. Are you pleased with the Jordan Love pickup, my Utah State Aggie? You okay with him uh, coming into town? Yeah, actually. So I'm super pleased with it. It just really, I was hoping, I actually wanted him really badly, but I wanted him late or early in the second round, not late first round, because then we have to pay him first round, you know, money. So I, I think my sources tell me, when I say sources, I mean my theories, uh, my sources tell me that the Miami Dolphins got word that we were going to try to trade down and take him early in the second round. So they put us in a situation to where we had to trade up to get the guy we wanted. And that's exactly what we did. So we got Jordan Love by gotcha. trading up a little bit higher in the first round. Tyler, your sources sound a lot like my sources. Are my sources are guys on the sideline certified, so... <laughs> My sources are the voices in my head. So just, just you know. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's all good. Well, uh, you know, not a lot of sports taking place, but we've actually got a lot of sports to talk about. So you ready to get started? You ready to do this? I'm, I'm so ready. Let's do it. All right. Let's jump in and do it. All right, Tyler. Hard to believe it's mid-July. I know. And I don't know if we're going to have a fantasy football draft night or not. And I told everybody whether there is or isn't NFL this year. We're throwing a draft party, whether it's a party or a funeral for the draft for and fantasy this, football. And this is important for you and our fans, our listeners to know. We actually have in development right now 
a guys on the sideline app, a mobile app that will be coming. Whoa. Hopefully by football season, we're going to have the ability to do some pick So we'll have all sorts of contests. You can listen to the podcast there. You can read articles and other things. Isn't that pretty that's cool, a, Tyler? That's a great flex right there on the audience, Jeff. Wow. I mean, you know, I, I hate to go big time, but... Uh, I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Really? People know me. Well, I'm very happy for you. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> uh, it's really hard to believe that Mark Eaton still won't get back to us, even though we have an app in production. Come on, Mark. We, Jeez. For those that don't know what Tyler's referring to, we've never recorded an episode 53, and we're actually holding that for the episode when Mark Eaton joins the podcast. So write your well, congressman. Not if. Reach out to Mark. Let's get him on the podcast. All right. Without further ado, Tyler, help me with this list. Okay. These are the 10 questions I'd ask your buddy, Bill Belichick, in a heart-to-heart conversation. All right? Oh, dear. I'm ready. All right. Number 10. Bill, are you now taking fashion tips from Cam Newton? <laughs> no, that's a great one. I like that one. Because so, that guy's been rocking the cutoff uh, sweater since, what, 2001? Hey, 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 don't, you're getting ahead. Don't, don't oh, peek ahead on my well, list. Sorry, nope. my bad. R- real quick, though, what do you think of the Cam Newton signing? Good, good move for the Patriots? Great move for the Patriots. Great move for Cam Newton. Tons of incentive. It's a one-year deal, so he has to go out and prove himself right away so that he can make more money next year. And he's got a chip on his shoulder already with everything that was going on in Carolina and how that was all handled. So um, I think the Patriots are in a great position. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think I would hate to be the guy to follow Tom Brady, but Cam Newton is a different quarterback. He's a different beast. I think it's actually a great move. And I I think you're going to see kind of some new thinking, some new direction from uh, Bill Belichick. Who's who's their OC there? Uh, oh, uh, McDaniels? Is that his yeah, name? Yeah, Josh McDaniels. Yeah. So I think they're actually going to have a fun season. And I would I have taken... I think it's the best position Cam Newton's been in. And he's been to a Super Bowl with Carolina. But he's going in there with a good running option. He's got great wide receivers still with Edelman. And yeah, this is going to be the best offensive coordinator he's ever been under. So I, I don't see where it could go wrong for Cam Newton. There was no um, cons on his pros and cons list to join the yeah. Patriots. No, I totally agree. The, the thing that I think most shocked me, though, is why did Cam Newton wait so long? The team that I was saying he should have gone to was the L.A. Chargers because I felt like, man, they needed a personality. They're so not relevant in Los Angeles. Absolutely. And a Camp Newton-style player would be gold for them. I just am shocked it took this long for anybody and for the Patriots to sneak in and grab them. Was, it was a good move on their part. It's so frustrating because anytime something good happens for the Patriots, I obviously don't like it, but give credit <laughs> where credit's due. They, they found another way to, to get somebody great for so little money. Yeah, I agree. Okay, number nine, Bill Belichick. Do you think your coaching skills would translate to another sport? If so, which one? So obviously Bill's not uh, joining us. Tyler, do you think uh, his coaching skills could translate to another sport? That's a great question, actually. And um, I'm going to say yes, because the, the the hardest thing to do as a coach is what he does best. And that's get the best out of your players every day at practice and every game. Um, so as long as you can pull the best out of your players, it doesn't matter what uh, what what you're coaching them in. You're going to you're going to get results. And so, yeah, I think you could coach in any other 
uh, sport. Couldn't you see him just rocking back and forth in a baseball dugout, chewing? Oh some man, wouldn't that just be great? Just the same look <laughs> on a grand slam or a walk off, you know? Just that's that straight wax statue look. Still, oh, I would love to see that. He actually has more of a personality for baseball than he does for football. If you think absolutely, about it. yep. All right, number eight. What insights did you glean from illegally videotaping those pesky league worst Cincinnati Bengals? Ooh. Did you did you follow that story at I all? I did, and I still don't understand why the Bengals. I agree. But you know what's funny though, Jeff, is I could I could honestly imagine a reporter asking all of these questions, and I can honestly imagine Belichick answering them. But the issue is, is he's gonna mumble the whole time, and we're not gonna know what the heck he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, Bill, welcome to the show. Um. Okay, number seven. Of all your cheating scandals, which one was most worth it? Ooh, that's <laughs> going to be a great one on like, you know, 30 for 30 in a couple like decades from now. Totally agree. Okay, number six, is Tom Brady really dead to you? That's going to be a great one. I, I like that one. Yep. You know, you, you think about Tom Brady, he gave everything to that franchise. I mean, he he was that franchise and and I get the move. Because I think they did it well in Indianapolis, although Andrew Luck didn't work out. I mean, they, they they weren't emotionally attached to Peyton Manning. They knew, okay, Peyton's run is over. We've got to move on. And I think it's good when sports franchises can do that. Yeah. But I but I think the way that they did it to Tom Brady, I, I just think maybe Brady deserved a little bit better, in my opinion. I, I, I can agree with that. I will say on a side note, though, I've never gotten emotional, even when Brett Favre retired for the 87th time. I never got as emotional as I did with Peyton Manning giving his uh, statement after leaving the, the Indianapolis Colts. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, number five. Which brand of ugly cutoff sweatshirts is the most <laughs> comfortable to wear? I love it. I absolutely love it. You know, and, and you look at it and you're like, Bill... You know, you're doing okay financially. Do you need, you know, you need a hundred bucks. You need a couple hundred bucks. We could, you could put that into your contract, you know, right? I mean, you could get you know a wardrobe what? budget. I'm willing to bet that like Nike now just makes them with like that stitching so that he doesn't have to rip them off himself. And I can almost guarantee you that there's people in Foxborough walking around like that because Lord Belichick wears it like that too. <laughs> totally. All right. Number four, Bill, although no one sees it, I'm sure you've got a great sense of humor. What's your favorite dad joke? <laughs> I would love to hear him tell a dad joke. I, I don't even care if it's funny or not. Just to see him try to be humorous would be a million dollars well spent. You know that he's funny, though, don't you think? No. Yes, he is. That guy's not funny. You might laugh at him at times, but you don't laugh with him. Like, I remember when uh, Randy Moss was, like, inviting him to his birthday party. He was like, oh, you have to wear these rollerblades. And, like, I laughed because it was funny to see how Belichick was trying to comprehend having to wear rollerblades to go to Randy Moss's birthday. Yeah, but, Tyler, you watched the NFL draft, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. With the dog and everything. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, I mean. I don't think he was trying to be funny. I think he was just like, a, all right, you're a good boy. Here's, here's a treat for you. <laughs> so, as a bonus question, I mean, you know, on the sense of humor thing, you would ask, did you hire that dog to sit in your chair on draft night in the Nantucket getaway home? I, I think he was trying to be hilarious. I think uh, I think we should probably ask him like if he has any intentions on bringing him onto you know the recruiting staff for you know going out and doing some scouting at, at some college games at the least, right? 
Which which was cooler, the dog in the chair or Andy Reid's beautiful floral Hawaiian print T-shirt or print um, shirt? I don't think any of them were as good as just watching uh, Roger Goodell just dwindle down draft by draft, or he's you know lounging in his chair, you know, saying who the next draft pick is. That that was pretty good, and ob- obviously the highlight of the whole draft was Cliff Kingsbury's. A bachelor pad there in uh, where oh. was it uh, out, out of Scottsdale Fountain Hills or one of it's those. It's amazing areas. what eight wins can get you in the NFL. <laughs> you know, two years ago he was fired by Texas Tech, right? Yep, Red Raiders. Absolutely. All right, uh, where are we at on the list? Number three. What really freaked you out about coaching the New York Jets? Do you remember this story? I don't know this story actually. He signed with the Jets for like literally a minute and then he backed out and he's like, oh, and he stepped away from the Jets. So a a follow up question. Were you the driving force behind the phrase in a New York minute? Ooh. anyway, it'd be interesting to find out um, because obviously Jets fans, I mean, everybody up in the Northeast hates Bill Belichick, but I'm sure Jets fans especially hate him because he could have coached there. He stepped aside. He went and dominated in New England for so many years, and the Jets are just, they continue to be laughable. You know what's a shame, Jeff, is like, these are all great interview questions for him. And once he leaves and retires from the NFL, we will probably never see his face ever again. He's just going to, you know, he's just going to be obsolete. He'll never like, you know, go on for like a, you know, an interview for a book or for, um, you know, uh, a documentary, nothing. We'll just, we'll never see him again. Never see him again. Unanswered questions. Yeah. Well, Tyler, thank you for acknowledging my fantastic questions. You don't get to be a top sports podcaster by, you know, doing nothing. You got to humor the the host every now and then, right? (laughs) I tell you what, is anybody listening? I swear our numbers numbers are are dropping. I know there's no sports. So people like, what are you guys even talking about? But come on, Tyler, this is good podcasting. Well, you know what? I can I can promise you that the numbers are a tiny bit higher when I am on because I do force my parents to listen to those episodes. <laughs> and, and the state of Florida, right? Don't you have family yep. in Florida? My friends? sister will listen in on Florida, so we'll get coasting on, over there on the Atlantic Ocean. So don't you worry, Jeffrey. I'm pulling my weight over here. What's what's her name? Her name's Alexis, and her Alexis. husband's name is Matthew. And those two will come through and listen for us. Alexis and Matthew, thank you. If we had t-shirts they'd be coming out to you but stay tuned maybe after we get the app up and running we'll get we're good at merchandise lines okay oh i've been trying to get us to get a merchandise line since i joined back in february my friend let's get this going i know i know okay number two this is more of a serious question but i i would like to know the answer to it which Super Bowl victory was the most memorable one? That's honestly just a great question. Like, that, there's no humor behind it. That's just like, uh, I would genuinely be interested in knowing that answer from him. Yeah, totally agree. And the final question that I would have for your buddy Bill Belichick is, and this is, I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's a serious one. It's meant to be serious. How does it feel to always see your assistant coaches flop after they leave you? Ooh, that is a good one. No, like, we can also we could add on to that like how angry does it make you when um, somebody like Garoppolo leaves and it excels? Exactly, because there's there's probably been very few that have left the Patriot system yeah. and gone on to have success. Yeah, I mean McDaniel's is a prime example. He left to the Broncos and had no choice but to come right back. Uh, Bill O'Brien down in Houston has to be one of the worst coaches and worst GMs. Yeah, and then the Lions coach isn't he a uh, Belichick descendant? Yeah. 
Matt, Patricia, the thing that drives me crazy, they all have a pencil that they tuck behind their ear. Yeah. Crazy. And he's one of those and he does it. I don't know if it's, he's trying to be his mentor, Bill Belichick, but you know, who was the Charlie Weiss? There was Roger, what's his, or uh, Romeo Cremel or whatever his name was. There's a lot of these guys who are good football coaches who leave the Patriots and they never go on to enjoy the success that Bill Belichick has. Oh, I bet you Bill does love that deep down, honestly. Yeah, I'm sure he does. All right, Tyler, um, this one's going to be a quick one for us today. Any uh, final thoughts before we we sign off here? Nope. Um, Thanks again for having me on. I always love our time together and I can't wait for the next one. I don't know what we're going to talk about in the next one because a couple episodes we had one about the show about nothing. It was kind of a Seinfeld uh, tribute. Yeah, uh, we've talked basketball. We've talked football. What what else can we talk about? Well, I mean, we could have probably the greatest crossover since Avengers One, and uh, we could have you come on to Noxaholics Anonymous, and we could do <laughs> we could talk some some sports on Noxaholics Anonymous. We could talk some nachos on guys on the sideline and kill two birds with one stone. Why don't um, we do that next episode sixty three? Unless we hear from Mark Eaton, of course, of course, uh, or Donovan Mitchell. If Donovan wants to come on, certainly we'll we'll make some time for him. I guess talk- he takes precedence over nachos. Why don't we talk nachos next time? I'm good with that. You know, we, I, I started doing this. I, I travel a decent amount for work. And so anytime I could, I would go and I would uh, attend a baseball game. I'm trying to check off all the stadiums. Because I am on a quest to find the greatest sports hot dog in baseball. So Ooh. maybe we can talk nachos and hot dogs and we'll, we'll talk sports yeah. next time. Because, yeah, there are really good nachos specifically at a sports game, and there's a special booth that you have to go find them at, and they're at every Major League Baseball game. We'll talk about that on the next episode. Oh, my word. I bet you the audience is just like they cannot wait. They can't comprehend the magic that's about to happen. All right. Tune in for episode 63. Promise to be a good one. For Tyler, this is Jeff saying adios and bye-bye. The opinions and predictions on this podcast are right 98.3% of the time. 